just to warn you, I'm going to have a different uh, delivery of my name. So you might not come in too soon. <laughs> oh, God, I'm excited. Welcome to Pause It, Play It. I'm Josh. I am Matt, also known as Junior. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm done. <laughs> well, I, I can't believe what's just happened. <laughs> what's prompted the change in phrasing? Um, well, it's because I listen to another great podcast called Four Finger Discount. Oh, yeah. And Mitch likes to change up his, his uh, delivery from time to time just so he doesn't sound like a robot. But it's welcoming people. Yeah. Be, I be, am Mitch. There might be a few <laughs> listeners who just lost a member. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They used to think there was four of us. <laughs> yeah. But Junior never introduces himself. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, a good point. Maybe, yeah, you should do your double introduction. I'm particularly flustered because everything's gone pink this week, guys. It has, including my glasses case. Oh, very nice. Oh, is the rebranding complete? Well, it will be when this is out. Ah, so. Because I've not seen anything yet. But is it in the works? I'll be, yeah, well, my actual plan, uh, better behind the scenes, guys, I'll be doing it tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Jump on Photoshop and do my, um, we've got crisps, so if anyone hears any pauses. <laughs> I just put one in my mouth and then chuck it out and Josh on me. Well, well I, I'll, if you hear any crunches from me, it's because I'm eating delicious jazz apples. What's a jazz apple? It's a, a cross between a Braben, Braben, Braben? and Braben. something else. Anyway, they're very nice. They have my seal of approval. They are the best apples you can buy. Would you say it's got Paul Hanker's guarantee? Yes, I would say it's got Paul Hanker's guarantee. <laughs> However, said guarantee is void within the state of Tennessee. <laughs> what is going on? Share it to the people who understand that. Right? Yeah. Um, so... Would you also say pause it, play it, endorsed? Uh, absolutely, apples? yeah. I feel like if I had some jazz apples, right? Oh, that's breaking the fourth wall. No, I'd, I'm not actually eating a jazz apple. Um, if I did actually have some, I would offer you a jazz apple, and you would probably agree with me. They are the best apples. It's going, it's going on, it's going on the Twitter. Yeah, they are better than Pink Lady apples. You've heard it here. That's controversial. It sounds like a colloquial name for a drug. Does actually, doesn't it? Like disco biscuits. <laughs> oh, Baz. What's new? What's going on? I've bought offline this week a ring which allows me to do contactless payments with the ring. It's not arrived yeah. yet, but I cannot wait. Oh my god, that's sick! Imagine the asshole I will be. Like, <laughs> I would be perhaps in your bar going, "Excuse me, barkeep. I'd like my bill, please. Please fetch the card machine." And I'd be like. Beep. That's all you're gonna do. You're gonna go with the fist. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it's it knows. So if you if you try to do it with your hand open, it doesn't work. It's like a security thing. So oh, you, do, wow. you do a little fist bump to it, and it knows that you've caused your finger around it. Oh my god, oh, that's what. clever. I can't, I can't fucking wait. It's the world of tomorrow. It I is, know. yeah. I, and you'll still get that friendly message of hand the terminal back to the merchants. Yeah. <laughs> Please remove your card. Like what? Oh no, you didn't get that. You can't tell us, do you? I am. Um, I was amazed the first time somebody paid with their Apple Watch with contactless. Oh, that is quite cool. I remember it well. Yeah. yeah. I was like, what the fuck did yeah. you just do? <laughs> is, do you get people paying on the phones much? All the time. I do all the time. Yeah. My phone doesn't have NFC. I'll, so go, yeah, for, I'll go for days. And just paying on your phone. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, honestly. It's always a nervous moment for me when I have to pay on my phone because I just don't trust it'll work. And I'll be stood there in Aldi looking like a knobhead but luckily it has always worked yeah but it's got to be safer than it's got to be safer than your card because it needs the it needs the authentication doesn't it like you need to open your phone yeah, well, yeah. On, on like our phones it's yeah. face ID so you won't do it with their face ID right yeah, well, there you go yeah mm. on my previous phone it was uh, you just pressed the uh, asterisk yeah. <laughs> yeah unlock an asterisk yeah <laughs> oh wow okay, yeah. <clears throat> do, you remember do you remember them do you remember I them I do yeah it's how you does remember them Alex Turner even stuck it a reference into uh, the view from the afternoon that's the one after she's pressed discard after she's pressed unlock yeah oh, those are the days <laughs> I, mean, I, I was 11 years old but still those are the days I had a phone at 11 though you had some insane phones I did yeah do you have the weird Nokia's no the you didn't have a, you had a phone you had a tiny phone I did you? yeah I think 8210 
No, it was even a Nokia, was it? No, it was some brand that you've never heard of, but yeah. it was just tiny. It was at the time the world's smallest mobile phone, yeah. so that so, was it, sold. And then you had a Vodafone flip phone. I did, yeah, same as David Beckham. And then you got an O2 flip phone. I did, yeah, that was shite. Your knowledge of his phone history is batshit crazy. Yeah, but this is, <laughs> this is the time, though, where like it was like... Mobile, this is like mid noughties when yeah. mobile phones were like the thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, everyone, everyone there were more, there were like, more manufacturers, weren't yeah. there? And they were. It was the day of the engage. I never owned one of those. Yeah, but were people were yeah were companies just going nuts, going what what weird shit can we do? Yeah, yeah. and it was like now every phone basically does the same things. Yeah, and yeah. looks the same. Yeah, <laughs> and also you were the person I knew that always like. You got the new phones, if you get me. Yeah, yeah. So I remember them well. And I would film videos that we thought were hilarious on them. When yeah, we did. They developed the... Oh, if only you'd in, like intersected with Vine at the right age. I know. Oh, yeah. oh, we like, massive. Could have been huge. Yeah. Could have been like Evan Breen. We did. We were YouTube early adopters, though. Yeah, we were. I think we were on that hype in 2005. Yeah, we were. And... What, are you saying those videos if you're on YouTube? Not right? No, no. no. Was. Uh, and WhatsApp early adopters as well yeah yeah basically guys if you want anything that's going to be popular in the future just listen to us and we'll, yeah, yeah. We'll wait I, uh, there's yeah. a car manufacturer right that's up and coming called Tesla <laughs> buy some stock yeah uh, a computer can. manufacturer <laughs> is, there, is there any stock left <laughs> invest in Apple they're going to be big <laughs> <laughs> oh, what film is it where oh it's Forrest Gump in it where somebody buys him like a tennis is it Forrest Gump oh, I'm sure some he, he buys Apple stock or something oh right in like the mid 80s and then obviously 15 years later it's like yeah worth thousands mm. oh, yeah I don't know I don't think it is Forrest Gump because his source of income in Forrest Gump is Bubba Gump isn't it that's why he's a baller oh is it yeah uh, Bubba Gump shrimp see shrimp soup shrimp sale oh what a great film yeah never seen it <gasps> have you not no. oh it's brilliant oh yeah it is it's fantastic it's brilliant yeah, yeah I'll have to check it out yeah yeah Gemma's never seen American Pie that's a shame it is have I seen American Pie it's got Blink got going away to go oh no is it it's got Mutt on the soundtrack by Blink yeah wow. and it's actually I'm got sure. them in it yeah I it's, think I think he's He's like running over to like get with a girl. I on think that's, the that's number two, isn't it? Number two. Yeah, two. <laughs> um, yeah, American Pie two. Nah. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Factcheck.gov.uk, Dan. <laughs> yeah. Because I, 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 I don't watched know what song it is. Vice. You know, you know Vice. Yeah. <laughs> that. <laughs> oh, Blink are in it as well. Yeah, yeah, like a cameo yeah. in it. I think I've seen that scene. That's why I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know just, I'm glad this is recorded because I said that twice before I downloaded. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm too. Scared. Oh no, it's not recorded. Yeah, um, it's on the first one. Oh, that's cool. We should rename this podcast to everything a, but the 1975. Yeah, a, a, a podcast loosely based around the 1975. Sometimes. Yeah, but people don't listen to podcasts for always for the content. They listen for the people. This that's is what it. I said to Jenna when she when she journey. gave our podcast a bit of a listen and she's like I'm going to skip this because you're not talking about the 1975 alright <laughs> it's the it's the chatter at the beginning you just got to ease yourself in I feel like the um, the feature of have we been listening to Out Good recently does need a proper name doesn't it recent music listens <laughs> I keep trying recently Clip played if she's that send in suggestions <laughs> For what the feature of have we been listening to how good recently can be called? But it's now just a debate and conversation about why Dan can't like the night game. It's annoying me. <laughs> Still, I watched the video and was just like, nah. Oh, really? No, I don't know. I just don't get what's not clicking with me. Wow. I know. That I like. Wanna, I want to like him. Okay, yeah. email in if we should kick Dan off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I've listened to Lowe's this week, eh? Piffy Claro's album out was yesterday. Oh, nice. That's great. Would, really... you, would you celebrate it with the release of Tiny Indoor Fireworks? Would I celebrate it with the release? Yeah. Would you release Tiny Indoor Fireworks to celebrate... If I had them. ...the release of Piffy Claro's new album? 
Do you, are you saying that because you know what the album's called? No, I know it's, I know that's a single. A celebration of Endings, it's what it's called. Is it? Oh, so you've accidentally done a double pun. I did. Thanks for listening, guys. I, <laughs> my work here is done. Uh, I was, because it's great, and I have realised that Biffy Claro are just metal queen. It's very queen-inspired. That's, <laughs> I that's, think I can see that, yeah. It's better than queen. That's bold, but I'm putting that out there. That's like Freddie Mercury. <laughs> Uh, what have I been listening to? I've been listening to a lot of different stuff this week, including chilled sixties mix on uh-huh. Spotify, something like that, because it's my first week back after furlough. Yeah. Um, so I've just been listening to a lot of music because I don't have to speak to anybody, which is <laughs> which is nice. That I've been so much like more productive because I'm not had anyone around me that's distracting me. Um, so yeah, I've just had loads of music on, listened to Taylor Swift's new album again, mm, I've also listened to the 975. You have? I have, yeah. We should end this segment every week with, and also of course, the 975. Yeah. For some reason though, they're not in my Spotify top artists, I don't understand how they're not. Really? I've not listened to Little Comets in a while, but they've made it somehow. That's weird. Do you know what though? Like I listen to the nineteen seventy five, like it's just become part of my life that I'll think that I haven't listened to them, but I actually will have. Yeah. Will have? Will have. Like I put on a brief inquiry <laughs> the other day. Yeah. And I completely forgot I listened to it. It's just because it's it's like always unrecently played. So if yeah. I'm just oh I'll be home in ten minutes, I'll just do this. I'll just take that home. Yeah. Yeah. Um well I've been listening to loads of the the killers. Um they've released a new single as well. I've listened to that. Oh yeah, I listened to it as well actually. I love that they've gone like they've reached that point now where they're probably not going to get any new fans, so they're just making the sort of music that they just so want to make. Yeah, that kind of like American, like that's like almost like modern heartland rock stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's mint. it is. Yeah, I listened to Sam's Town and Sawdust last, oh, this week. Sawdust. Yeah. Interesting. I'm going to come out with another bold statement that the Killers version of Shadow Play is better than Joy Division's. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's good. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> that cap was expected to be really like controversial. Yeah, yeah. I agree. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've, what else? I've tried some Taylor Swift this week. Very, I think it's very Lana Del Rey. It is. Yeah. Mm. It's like she's just released Lana Del Rey's latest album, but it's good. I like the cardigan one. Yeah. I yeah. like the one one. I like the house one. <laughs> the house one. I'm into the house one. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Um, it's, very, it's a very good album. Very good. Yeah. Do you know what's upsetting though? She was going to headline Glastonbury, weren't she? So she was going to. Pro- I reckon she'd made this album, and she was going to release it just before Glastonbury, and then was going to perform a lot of stuff. Oh. Just mm. think of how mint it would have been because a lot of stuff had just been like her and a guitar and like a pretty yeah. So. Um, small backing band at Glastonbury headline stage been well good I wonder if she still does Romeo and Juliet live that one um, Ballad of Me and My Bird <laughs> that's going to wind me up yeah is it not just a lo- love story love story yeah oh, love there we story go. There, there we, we go. go what's that um, one that's like she, she wears short skirts I wear t-shirts that's she belong with me is it true that she cheered Captain Ellen I'm on the bleachers <laughs> That's that's a, that's one of the best songs. Yeah, it's sick. Came out because it's proper country. Like I wish she should like she remix it in an, in the non-country style that she is now. Because it kicks in and it has kicked in, but it's only it's kicked in as much as country music can. Yeah, and you're yeah. like, oh, come <laughs> on, mate, where's the rest? And do you know what? Around before 1989 <laughs> was really good with like um, we are never getting back together. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that was a tune. Harry Styles. Why, why doesn't the Spotify app have, have a history section where you can see everything that you've been on? Because yeah, you can do that on the thing, you can't you? can do it on the computer. computer. Mr. Spotify, if you're listening, suggestion for you there. Yeah, I think it's only the... Um... You know they got that that data. What's it called? Yeah, it's only you just go on your recent searches, can't you? Rather than it's recently played on. I want to see a list of every song scrollable back to 2012 that I've ever listened to. I remember years ago, and I mean years ago, in that back in the height of FHM, so it might have been like late 90s, early noughties, I was reading about the future. People like, they had like this tech guy going, this is what's coming. 
whether you know like no what am I going with this yeah it was like this is technology that's coming I'm not predicting it was it on Tomorrow's World it could have been Tomorrow's World but one of them was (laughs) I used to love Tomorrow's World like Spotify effectively and it was like saying one day you will just take music from the internet as it's being played and you won't have a record collection. It's just yeah. coming off the internet and coming straight out of your music system. And I was like, mind blown. Have you seen that interview with David Bowie from like 99 or 2000? Where he basically says what the internet's like today. Yeah, yeah. And I think the person interviewing him is like, you're being daft, David. Yeah. Are you on drugs again, David? <laughs> and he's like, nope, this is what it's going to be like. And he was right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'm sure if you do a Google search of David Bowie internet, you'll get yeah. a video. Tim Berners-Lee going, he's right, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Feels weird, searching for the internet on the internet, like a dream within a dream. It's like <gasps> if you Google Google, it breaks the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember, it's been taken off now, but in the early days of YouTube, if you searched YouTube on YouTube, there was a video of a, a bald man going, I love you, YouTube. <laughs> Imagine. Yeah. What I'm excited for this week, tomorrow at 9pm, Darren Brown is doing oh, a, yeah. a live thing. Stop, <sighs> stop dating the episodes, Dan. That's People it. will know it's the 15th, just, Saturday the 15th of August 2020. You just bleep the shit like that, do you know what I mean? Just the word tomorrow. So beep, Darren Brown <laughs> is doing like... Um, and I just think it's going to be sick. I think, I he, I think yeah. he will have looked into like what he can do and about lockdown and I think he'll bring us together and make us feel like we're all part of something. Yeah. And I'm determined to watch it live with the adverts. Hope the adverts are good. That's <laughs> it. I, have you seen him live, Darren Brown? Yeah. Yeah, he's great, isn't it? I went with my friend Junior. Oh, that's you. <laughs> oh, me. I've seen him twice. Uh. But anyway, we should probably get back to uh, the subject trends thank you everyone who has listened so far to the podcast uh this is officially season two so we're gonna be we're gonna branch out more experimental aren't we now because yeah that's it yeah we've done our first season so now you're used to the characters we're gonna challenge your perception of them yes yeah the first season was all about winning you over and now we've got you i've I've got a killer redemption arc coming up (laughs) you need it to (laughs) (laughs) that's <laughs> <laughs> so, what you did <laughs> well season 2 is the best series of the X-Files so you know and season 2 is where the Simpsons started getting proper good yeah oh, season yeah, 1 shite yeah Homer didn't have Homer's voice did he at first no and it was slightly Hate weird that. animation yeah and Smithers was black yeah it was what yeah, yeah, yeah. in yeah, the first series Smithers was black and they changed him to yellow for the like, series, series season 2 no way yeah yeah, yeah. For some was reason, it? they didn't like um, a black man being subservient to a wealthy old white man. No, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, we, what, what can't we analyse us? I know. We're machines. <laughs> yeah. Terminator 2, best Terminator? Yeah. It's, good, it's my favourite, but I don't know if that's it's the one I saw first and that far the fondest <laughs> memories to us. No, Terminator 2 is the best one. Da, da, da. Empire Strikes Back? Da, yeah, Empire Strikes Back is the best Number Star two Wars. is the best one. Godfather Part 2. Never seen him. No, oh, Godfather Part 2 is better. Oh, uh, what was a good sequel? Free Willy 2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is good. What's better, Home Alone 2 or Home Alone 1? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I've not watched them as an adult. So I couldn't comment. I think Home Alone 2, it's got Donald Trump in it. <laughs> and... Thing, thingy Curry. Tim. 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 Tim Curry. Yeah. That's a Frankenfurter. Yes. Um, yes, thank you to everyone for listening to the show so far. We're done with all that black and white stuff now. Yeah. No more of that. No, it's all pink from here on in. We're all just one human race. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you can find the pod at the 975 pod on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, searching Pause It, Play It pod on Facebook. Or you can email us at pauseitplayitpod at gmail.com. Um, and if your podcast provider does provide the uh, facilities to subscribe to rate that's great for us because it shoots us right up the uh oh, there's, there's charts on spotify now actually there's podcast oh, charts cool so if we have a chart yeah then i've officially made it but please don't use it as an opportunity to berate us well we'll see if 
if it's constructive criticism. Yeah, okay. Um, but thanks to everyone who has emailed into the show so far. Like, we really appreciate people reaching out and telling us how much they like it. So, so we're going nowhere. All right, this week we are doing. So, at the start of every album, we do a sort of overview of the album and like sort of the beginnings of when it started uh, and then how we feel about the album as a whole. So, we've done one on the previous album and we're also going to have a quick review of the intro of the 1975 song. So, this week we are talking about. I like it when you sleep for you are so beautiful yet so unaware of it. Alright, album, isn't it? Yeah, it's alright, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I do find the title, the name of the album is said best breathily. Like and a bit creepy. <sighs> <laughs> I like you when you sleep. What do you remember of the start of the whole second album era? I'm, I remember Love Me being the lead single and not being overly struck with it. Yeah, it's we discussed it before, haven't we, about the you know there's way stronger singles and lesser managers would have put the sound out maybe first mm. to make to try and yeah. get album sales. But just in the way that the city came out before chocolate and sex, Jamie, mm. Jamie's not letting that happen. Oh no! And I remember, I can't remember. I'm sure I've consumed an interview, whether I've listened to it, <laughs> read it, watched it, where they were discussing "Love Me" and they were like, "Oh, maybe this is for next week to be fair." But they were saying, "Well, if not the first song, then where does it go?" And it's like, "Oh yeah, it, it, it's that you can't like that go can't anywhere be anywhere else. else, can it?" Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, it, was, it came out and it was, I don't know, it was big. Like, it, it's weird. I've learnt now never to take the first single as a real guide yeah. on what the album's going to be like. Mm. But then I was like, oh, I hope it's not too, like, going to be all like that. I want my, um, my heart out and my, oh, and my you girls got and everything. You, you got know what I mean? I did, I did get them. Um, I just, yeah, obviously we'll go on a bit more or less, but I love me, I love it. Yeah. Top ten. For me, all, of all, of all, all, of all. Oh my god, I love it! I think it's brilliant. Uh, you listen to a lot of David Bowie, but yeah, we'll yeah. get into that. Um, so before, like, sort of, what it would be summer twenty fifteen. So all the social media just went like, what deleted? Yeah, everything just went. And I remember on Instagram, just a just like a pink square coming up, and there was like a bit of a comic, wasn't there as well that was done. If you remember that, vaguely, I remember oh, him writing I, lyrics on a typewriter and putting them on like the back of like old school comics, mm. like these like romance comics. Ah, okay, yeah. yeah. I mean, what do we think of the of the title? It's quite self indulgent, right, to have a title so long. Yeah, it, I don't know. It's, it is, but it's like the so the whole sort of like the inspiration of the whole aesthetic of it. Mm. was inspired by fans doing their own edits on Tumblr. Ah. So basically, because there was no more... So after Medicine was 2014. Yeah, yeah. And obviously they were just touring and they were just like preparing yeah. this album. Because there was nothing new coming out. Yeah. Fans were making their own shit on, on Tumblr. So they're basically just filtering everything. Yeah. And I think my talked, like spoken about it as well, that this 2015 was like the proper era of massive filters on your Instagram. Yeah. And this whole sort of like heightened kind of reality. Yeah. They deconstructed more on the third album. So they were going on and they were seeing, and some fans were putting like pink filters on everything. Yeah. And like the pink filter on the old album cover. Yeah. So they were like, love it. Let's do that. Yeah. So I think that the title is almost a bit of a reference to those a bit, maybe not, pretentious but the captions on pictures on internet yeah, stuff like that yeah, yeah. I think it's intentionally mm. a bit ah you think right a bit so there's a bit more self-awareness oh there yeah than what I was getting at yeah okay. I think I think it's a bit uh, it's a bit of a reference to that it's sort of like yeah we know what we're doing we're trying to fit into this whole sort of mm. um trend that's going on at the moment of doing these like big edits these like sort of um not, I, I think I've heard the word to describe it. It's not like an abstract title, is it? But it's almost a bit like... Yeah. Telling a bit of a story almost within it. Yeah, like if you put that album title on a picture of a French bulldog asleep, 
It's fit right on, right in on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, French bulldog. But yes, that's that, and that's where the whole pink thing came from. Um, so I think it's so clever to be, and do you know what? It's so clever to be so aware of what the fans are doing. Yeah, because then also then when you start doing that stuff, people are going to love it. Mm. Rather than just like doing your whole thing, and it's just that awareness of what's going on in society at the time as well. Wasn't it? Wasn't the title inspired by George being asleep or something? <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure I've heard him say that. The, like he took a, uh, George was asleep and he took a picture and like sent it to him with that that as a caption, just as really? a joke or something. Yeah, I think that's what it was. If you are Matthew Timothy Healy and you can confirm or deny that story, just writing. Yeah, writing. P.O. Box. <laughs> yeah, do you know what? And I, 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 the thing is as well, people that don't like the 1975 will hate that title. Yeah. I like oh, it. Oh, yeah, they will. I like it. I think it's yeah. cool. Yeah, it is. I it love is. it. And also, people just call it, I like it when you sleep. Yeah. Like, and also, and you can just write the acronym if you write it down. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. It's just so, to me, it's just so, so like, you know, yes. Cool to call the album that. So what? Mm. It's a cool title, and it goes it goes with a lot of the themes on this album as well. You know. Yeah, yeah, it's a really cool title. It, it yeah, it just goes so far into the ridiculous. Yeah, it becomes it's beyond isn't good. It? It's like um, old emo song titles, isn't it? Like Fall Out Boy. Oh yeah, yeah. And like Panic and stuff like that. Yeah. Good to know that if you if I ever need attention, all I ever have to do is die. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. brand new, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, like a little less 16 candles, a little more touch me and stuff like yeah. that. Watching. Do you remember we... I mean, we'd probably go into it, but... Because he did all the signs, didn't he? And that was important part of like the aesthetic, the aesthetic, yeah. the neon. Mm. Yeah. Well, we got to see one, didn't we? Because we went to that pop-up yeah, shop yeah. in Manchester. Yeah, yeah. We didn't, buy, we didn't want to buy a thing, did we? We just wanted to see the sign. What yeah. sign was it? It just said the 1975, oh, I think. Right, cool. So after the very successful first album that I think we quite like, yeah, it's all right. Let's well, let's break into an album review of number two. What do we think? How do we feel about it? Well, I'm just going to get the track listings up. Oh, that's what I'm doing. Yeah, it's it's mint. It was you know I was nervous. I was like, how can they follow it up? Really? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was like. <laughs> especially the amount the first album ended up meaning to us because yeah. we, we watched the growth and you know we were 21 22 when it was happening you know mm. real formative years in your life where the music yeah. you're listening to is going to be around forever how can the next album be that they're writing it from a different place now the big what's it gonna be like and for me it was it, it was sick yeah yeah I think you guys said last time that you prefer this one to the first one. I don't. I don't prefer it. No. No. Um, but I think, I think it's better. But I would say that the first is my favourite, and it's like technically better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think it's. I think it's phenomenal. This yeah. Album. It's honestly, it's so good. Just going off the music on it, it's, it's so strong. Yeah. And it is, they've, yeah. They've, they've they've done that thing of they always say that like the second album is the most difficult to write. Yeah, because the, your first album you spend your entire life writing, and then you spend writing the second album since the release of your first album. Yeah, so it's a lot shorter window. But the fact that they've the songs are, I think that the, the songs are technically better, and there's just the way that they've kept so much of their sound, but they've built on it so much, like with the additional instrumentation. There's definitely more. Um, there's more use of electronic instruments in this, I would say. Yeah. Um, whereas maybe songs like Uh and Change of Heart are very much led by the electronic instruments rather than them just being a part of it. Maybe in something like Settle Down, where there's like you can hear like sort of the synths underneath and stuff. Mm. Um, but it's the only, I think it's the only album that has guitar solos as well. Is there? Yeah. I don't think there's any guitar solos in any of the 1975 albums. Interesting. Yeah. But it's the, it was so like. And like we know, they love the eighties, and this was all. This is such a, this is that, over decadent, flamboyant eighties, isn't it? Mm. 
whereas like the last album was a lot more of that more Joy Division esque kind of. Yeah. This is way like this is you know this is David Bowie's. Uh, what song is it? Since I Love Me. Uh, fame. fame, fame, fame. Yeah. It's that kind of like new wave, yeah. new romantic because obviously that's how like a lot of how they dressed in like the live stuff and the promo images. It's inspired by that part of the eighties, and I just think it's it's just phenomenal. What would you say the standout tracks are? See, I've just had a look at the track list and gone right. For me, these are standout tracks, and I can't narrow it down to anything less than six. Which I know from an album of seventeen is stripping it back, but realistically, it's not an album of seventeen, is it? Because the 1975 yeah. is just a, an intro that happens and you've got the instrumentals. So, yeah, but yeah. just six. Uh, those, like, the six tracks on this album, I'm like, I, inject them into my veins. <laughs> I, I think, like, I, I remember the, the sound coming out. So, like, basically... The same was like the fourth single, I want to say. I'm mm. sure it went Love Me, uh, Change Your Heart, and then the same was fourth. Yeah. Love Me, uh, Somebody Else. Somebody Else. But the sound was fourth. Ah, oh, right, so it must have been Change Your Heart after the same. It was. See, I like, and I remember hearing that, seeing them YouTube clips of them playing it, because Max said when Max was on um, Higher Episode, he went to the tour before the album, and he said he heard all these songs. And he was like, what is, what, what is this? This is incredible. Um, Max is coming on next week, by the way. Um, and I saw them YouTube clips of them playing the sound. I was, this is going to be, what, this song is going to be insane. What is this? And then they released like a teaser, like a 10 second teaser of like some advert. Mm. And it sounded amazing. And I literally sat around my radio waiting for that to come out. Yeah, <laughs> they, they, they were all hottish records, I think, weren't they? Yeah, they will have been. Love mm. Me and I definitely were. The sound, like, hearing the sound for the first time. Yeah. Mate, crazy. And they um, nearly gave that to One Direction. Yeah. yeah. It probably would have made them more money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nearly gave it to One Direction. That's a... But yeah, just, yeah, just, I can't think of it. To to your debut and your follow up album that are mm. both as strong as these two. Yeah, who does that? And I mean, I know they've been going years before, so they had time to perfect. And I'm sure they knew <laughs> what they were going to do for the second album during the first. Yeah, taking my time to perfect the beat, and I still got a love for the streets. It's a D.R.E. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, just just great, just great stuff. I re- people the album came out and loads of no not loads like but like my mates who like the 1975 loads of not loads <laughs> <laughs> they uh, all his friends I, are in this room I, right I got now. <laughs> I got a few I got a few texts all coming to me going she's American because he knew that that oh. was going to be like my like they just knew my music taste like yeah and we're like you're going to fucking love that song and I was like yeah I do correct but when I listened to it for the first time, obviously we'd heard "Love Me," "Earth," "Change Your Heart." They were pre-album releases. Yeah. Cause I and I still don't know where this is from. I've got a seven-inch vinyl of "A Change of Heart," and I have no idea where that's from. <laughs> what do you mean you don't remember purchasing it? Don't remember purchasing it. No. Um, and I didn't. And I didn't buy the bundle because you got the bundle. I did. Like, yeah. I didn't buy it. The bundle Have you got a cassette then? Yeah, I've got a cassette. That's yeah. sick. I've got. Nothing I bought to it play on. on. <laughs> I think we joked that they might even release it on cassette to to be cool or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. then like, they went, oh, imagine yeah. they did. <laughs> yeah, I, I um, joke about that. I've got the vinyl and I've got the CD. Yeah, CD. I've got a CD. Um, but I, I had no idea where I got this Change of Heart vinyl from. I just just remembered. I mean, we should have brought it up on the first album, but to support the first album, they had promotional skins. Yeah, which is just sick. It's brilliant. That, oh, yeah. of course, yeah, for chocolate, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can tell that musically they have advanced. Yeah, but like you, the first album of the stars be my favorite because of the emotions I have attached to it. But what an 
album this is. Yeah. And like I was saying about the standout tracks, to me, they are. Let's get them back up again. I'm gonna, not that anyone can see it, but I'm, you said six. I'm yeah. going to count my fingers how many I agree with. Okay, so... Uh, oh, no, I don't... Uh, it, yeah, I do oh, agree with that, because it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> a change of heart. Yeah. She's American. Yep. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm thinking now, is it seven? If I believe you. Oh, there's, yeah, there's more than six. It, oh. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just... Yeah, okay, somebody else, for me, that is... You know, bordering on perfection. The sound, again, <sighs> Paris... Just such a good album. Yeah. This must be my dream. Yeah, actually, I forgot a, about that. It's a real sleeper on that one, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. That's like that's the pressure of this album. Yes. Yeah, it, it is. is. <laughs> yeah. But then like loving someone is so good. Yeah. It is. Uh, and I don't I'm not like the most walk of people, I'll admit, but I do think it's such an important subject. Yeah. Because you can't help being gay. No, it's not like you've gone, ah, I'm going to be gay from now on. <laughs> it's, it's just how it is. So I, I just, I, I would stand up for gay rights very strongly. That's, that's certified by Positive Point Podcast. Yeah, gay rights. Um, to me, somebody else, the sound, and she's American, are in a, in a different league. I, it's a different mm. tier to me. Mm. There are... You know, I love everything. I love all the songs that you guys are describing, but yeah, it's they're just ridiculous yeah. to me. So, yeah. like, say somebody else because it's not like a banger, and it's hard to imagine in that song how you get from like that really slow start, and you're like, "What is this song to fuck that get money?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and it's so like funky at that point. Yeah, yeah. and then the, the, the guitar solo after that is yeah. I think lyrically, I think this might be the best overall album lyrically. Because I think songs like If I Believe You, Loving Someone, Paris. I haven't mentioned Paris oh, yet. Paris is so good. I, I, Paris, like, I was going to say it grew on me, which is true, but that is slightly misleading. I thought it was phenomenal when it came out, and I think it's even better. Yeah. It's so <clears> good. <throat> and the Greek economy of cashing intellectual checks. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh. I just got some great lyrics on this. Yeah. Taking a picture of your salad and putting it on the internet. Yeah. I, I, I nearly crashed on the motorway when I first heard uh. that. Yeah, it's yeah, lyrically I think it's down the hole. I think it's I think it's his best. Yeah. Um oh I can't wait to get into lyrics on these individual songs. Um and then just I didn't my shame is that I never saw him before this album. Shame. Shame, 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 shame. shame. <laughs> but the live show, they just stepped it up, didn't they? Yeah. Like the whole, the huge LED set, and the um, so before before this album, because since I've since I've seen them, they've done the that ominous note with the white light. Yeah. Then you called selfie light. Yeah. And then that slowly gets louder and louder. Until it goes like, mm, and all the lights go down, all the screams begin, and then the intro song starts. Um, did they do that before? Or was that just for the second album? He definitely did it at the Apollo, but that was, yeah. that was second album. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's a good question, and I can't remember if you were at an L975 gig. Write in. Please let us know. An L975 pod. Yeah. Twitter and Instagram. Um, I, yeah, like stage, I, because I, when I saw him, I remember saying to you, like, I've not seen a gig like this, which felt like such an immersive experience. With, with the whole, the fact that it, it was already, before they even came on, there was stuff happening. Mm. Like they was already sort of setting it up with the whole light and the the noise, the drone. Yeah. And then the staging was amazing because this is proper Tobias Rylander territory now, isn't it? Mm. So this was the stage with the four columns, George in the middle, and then the other three at the front. At that point, I'd never seen a stage that was entirely made up of screens. Yeah. 
because usually you get like proper bands with like sets. Yeah. It was like a, it, well, it was a set. That's it? not just a big cloth with the name of the band on. <laughs> but even like bigger bands like Biffy Clyro, for example, they had they, they obviously they do arena tours, but there's there's like a big set, isn't mm. it? The aesthetic in general, then. Well, to be, if you ask me, the aesthetics. But it, it, it peaked with the debut album and it's never quite got back up there for me. <laughs> well, this, yeah. this was, I would argue that only two albums had such a set aesthetic. Mm, yeah. Because the, the latter two have been a lot more deconstructed. Yeah. Mm. So this was, this was very much a performance. I think this is the most performed one. Yeah. In where... terms of the... Because I reckon that the first album were really just sort of them. That's what they'd have worn anyway. No, no, I feel, I feel like all the clothes got Healy sign off. No, <laughs> but I mean, I don't think what they were wearing in the first <laughs> in the first album. I don't think they would have been wearing too much dissimilar anyway. Mm, yeah, not you mean. But it was just money. Yeah, it was just yeah, it was just turned up to ten, weren't it? But I think for this album, it was. I mean, they were knocking around in like suits everywhere, weren't they? Yeah. To be fair, Adam looked mint. Yeah. In that red Gucci number. I think it was Gucci. This was a lot more... Confirmed, I don't know. Um, yeah, it was a lot more like the concept of it was being performed a lot more, I think, with this one. Yeah, well, the concept of having that look is more 80s, isn't it? You know, yeah. Like Spandau Ballet and yeah, Adamant. Yeah. I know Adamant took it to a whole new level. But um, yeah, that... Look, having a you know persona sort of thing yeah. is very eighties. I I remember them talking about Matt's wardrobe and him like in interviews around this album talking mm. about the fact that he had a wardrobe that he'd take on, and he like I remember that he had a white jumpsuit on at the Glastonbury gig, like some Elvis shit. Mm, yeah. yeah, like so it was. I think like you say the the, the clothes were much more thought out, and it was like costumes and yeah. stylized yeah. and decisions. Do you know what? I think costumes is a good way of saying it. Yeah, yeah, rather than them wearing clothes for the kind of what they wanted to be going for there's a lot I feel like they were a lot more wearing costumes when they were performing live and stuff yeah. Like yeah yeah like Slipknot <laughs> <laughs> or Ramstein that video popped up again of Ramstein firing off fireworks into the crowd the other day have you ever seen Ramstein live no I've seen videos oh my god yeah. it's next level yeah. I think that's possibly why I wasn't as Blown away by the 975's incredible uh, sets. Come <laughs> like, yes, he's good, but <sighs> I've seen Till Lindemann riding a penis cannon, firing form into a crowd. <laughs> really? What, yeah. What, what, what yeah. Um. Yeah, but I think it's and it's so like pop artists will have a like a wardrobe and a closet that they'll take on tour with them yeah, yeah. that's such a pop artist thing to do like sweaty indie bands mm. being like why you take on tour well I just wore the same black skin as the entire thing yeah you're saying that though but I've uh, I've seen Jarvis Cocker's um, just leave a comedic pause let your brains go wild um, <laughs> tour wardrobe so alright yeah Jarvis Cocker has a tour wardrobe he's very tall that's it you said that and that wasn't the end of it. No, it's, it's not. You, we have to say where it is. Oh, I can't remember okay. the story. So yeah. It's like Nan's house for a minute. Uh, it's, on a, it's on a farm in the Peak District. So <laughs> we went, me and Dan went on a stag do, um, like an adventure stag do. And it was, we were based at this farm in the Peak District. And one of the, the stag party, probably Dave Beers, just decided he was going to have a, a nosy round of the farm. Which is probably quite disrespectful. However, the owners were not asked at all, and the owner was like, "Oh, this is Jarvis Cocker's." They're like, "Oh yeah, the like bands just not bands, um, pulp." He knows Jarvis Cocker, this guy. So pulp leave their tour stuff in this guy's barn when they're not using it. So yeah, he's, he's like, "All his suits are here." He said, oh, "Look at this." He pulled this. It's the thing that women have to store all the jewellery in it with a, like a coat hanger sort of hook over the top so you can put all your jewellery nicely displayed in your wardrobe so you're not rooting, you know what I mean? You don't get tangled. Yeah, yeah. It was just filled with, uh, like it was like a pharmacy 
Not all non-prescription drugs, but you know, like cold and flu remedies. He's like, yeah, he's a proper hypochondriac. He's a Jarvis, so he takes all, all these pills and potions on tour. Oh, no. But I think with a lot of these songs, you know, I think they were competing more in line with pop artists at the time. Like, yeah. you said in an episode before, Dan, you were like the same for getting Capital FM play. Yeah. Like, if, if you're not from the UK, Capital FM is very much a pop radio station. Um, it is. Whereas maybe first album you would expect them to be on Radio X, XFM. Maybe XFM at the time, wouldn't it? I think so, yeah. Uh, Which is more of an indie guitar music radio station. But yeah, stuff like The Say and somebody else, they were definitely getting pop play. It's it's an interesting position, isn't it? When they've sort of had a bit of success with a bit of like world tours and loads of (laughs) like really successful first album. And then people, it's not just you know, me and Junior are waiting for the first album to come out now. It's like the, en- <laughs> the, the enemy and stuff's going to look at it like straight yeah. away like and take a real interest in it. And that must be a, a weird position when everyone's like, all right, then what's next? Like, yeah, you've done yeah. all the work to build it and then it's... The anticipation's there more, I guess is what I'm saying. So it's yeah. a different vibe in it when it comes to 100%. Um, but they were like... They, so they were... The sort of second tour, they were doing arenas. Mm. For this, so they even after two albums, they were there then. Mm. And you're like, once you're doing that, once you're doing arenas, you're pretty much cemented as like, you're not just a flash in the pan then. Yeah. You know. Um, but they were getting, like, I remember them doing like a feature in like Q Magazine, where they were on the front of it. Yeah. Um, so they were like, at this point, they were, they were a big band. Yeah, yeah. Two albums in and like, an album as good as this one is. Yeah, like you say, and it's funny, like, if you compare the build-up to the first album, which was a bunch of EPs, and the build-up to this one, it was, like, worldwide acclaim. Mm. Like, the anticipation, that is great. Feel the pressure a little bit more. Yeah. Um, and it was recorded in LA, wasn't it, this one? Rather than in Liverpool. Yeah. Oh, interestingly, this did not sell that well in comparison to the first one. Um, so it sell... Pretty the- streaming. Yeah, they probably, that probably did affect it actually massively. Um, it all charted at number one. Um, but only sold half the copies in the UK that the first album sold. That might be more of a comment on the difference in streaming between 2013 and 2016. Yeah, interesting that, isn't it? But yeah, mm-hmm. it's still the fact that it's half. Just what a phenomenon. Just the songs on this. Um, but then interestingly, um, the instrumentals on this one are a lot more formed than the instrumentals in the last one because there was two which are like a minute and a half long mm. and they're very much an interlude whereas on here Please Be Naked four and a half minutes Lost My Head five and a half minutes I Like It When You Sleep six and a half minutes Heard it good So, <laughs> so they're definitely going <clears throat> definitely going all in on the instrumentals on this one as well Get so, onto those. I'm, I'm just reading some of the like reviews the album got and stuff and like awards because so, the for the, in the previous year maybe 2014 it, didn't the enemy give them like the worst band award and like they were nominated like One Direction in 1975 but then for the second album <laughs> it was enemy's album of the year and it was number six on the enemy's list of the best albums of the 2010s it's such an enemy thing to do that, isn't it? It is, yeah. Give a band worse band and then say that the album's the better. Oh. It's the heat magazine of the music world. It is. Yeah. And we're talking about them giving them that publicity that they want from that clickbaity shit that's, that they that's do. That's the thing. Do you remember when Zach Braff was the editor? What? Of Enemy? No, it wasn't really, but the editor of Enemy looked like Zach Braff once. <laughs> um... Right, so let's get into the song, the 1975 by, no, the 1975, open brackets, 2016, by the 1975. It's the second time, obviously, that they've done the intro song, very similar to the first, but the, the third one is my favourite one off Brief Inquiry, which also happens to be my most played Spotify song of all time. <laughs> Which is your least favourite version of the 1975? Now be careful, because if you say the fourth one, that means you are 
the least warm person. <laughs> you do not care about I'm the environment. Climate change you, denier. Yeah. <laughs> you basically Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's the, it's the weakest one. That's fair. It's not a song. No one's listening to that. No. Yeah, I, I, the, the third one is my favourite, you know. I hate this one. Number two, it's fucking huge, isn't it? It is huge. It is, yeah. It, you hear it and you're like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's not massively different from the first, though. No. But that choir behind them. We didn't even mention like, the, the, the choir that's in use on this. Like, yeah. Like the sound and stuff like that. Yeah. It is massive. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like, here's what we're doing with the money, guys. Thanks. <laughs> you know what I mean? It is, but the, yeah, the the paying and doing stuff that they just wouldn't have been able to do on the first album. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the work with Tobias Rylander, yeah. just investing it back into the art. Yeah. Do you know what? I think we've mentioned Tobias Rylander, but just in case you don't know who that is, um, he's basically the, I, don't know, I would say, stage designer, the visual artist. Who yeah, yeah. He, he works with other artists as well, such as Chromio. I can't think of any others, but yeah, he makes shit look good on stage. Yeah, so that's basically why the nineteen seventy five was the best live aesthetics in the world. Tobias Rylander is partly to thank for that. Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, obviously, the success of the first album definitely allowed, allowed him to do this stuff for the uh, for the second. Um, what do you think about them doing it again? Uh, did you when you when you got the album and you heard that and you're like, oh, it's this song? Yeah. What do you think? Um. At first, I thought I don't know. I was I think I was surprised that they've recycled it, but again, like the comedy thing, <laughs> when it's the third time recycled, it then it's like, oh right, now I get it. Yeah, this is just the thing. Although are they dropping it now? We don't know. I, I hope they never do. I just want it to continue. I hope they never do either. Yeah, because it's. I know that might be limiting, but I just think it's like that. Warm up, you know what I mean? It's like, right, sit down, yeah, make yourself a brew. We're going on a musical journey, and strap yourself in a feel of G's. And it's just, <laughs> it's just that intro. The and I know I've said it before, I like had it overture for yeah. the rest of the album. Good shit, yeah. Um, I think, I think it's cool to have like to repeat it and sort of say, yeah, yeah, I think it's good to have like the theme, it's cool. I'm a bit gutted, like on the far phone, they've not, they've, we've stopped doing it. Yeah, I, I, I was to be honest. Yeah, um, I, I think it's cool that they gave the Greta Thunberg thing the yeah. space at the top of the album. But I, I did want to, I didn't want to hear this again for the fourth time. Mm. Play that same song. Um, I love it live. So good. Gets you in the zone, doesn't it? It proper does. Yeah. And now that they've got the, um, obviously the st- live at the, what they were before that pesky pandemic. Um, they were playing the third album version with the words that it's just the white te- the black text and the white background and oh it just every, it just gets you it's just like and, and also at the time they were doing the drone the light and then they drop into this with the huge voices singing yeah and it's just like oh and then it begins to love me ah oh, do you know what they're, they're alright this band <laughs> I feel like they probably put a bit of thought into there are, you know. I would imagine so. Yeah, yeah I would imagine so. <laughs> I loved that they did it again. I, I really loved it because I think it's so like. First of all, I think it's a, it's like a display of their creativity. Yeah. That they can literally do the same song. Yeah. And do it in a different style, and it's almost like it acts as a bit of like a summary almost mm. for the album. Yeah. It's like reading the blurb. Yeah. And it's like, okay, this is what to expect. It's bigger. It's got these additional voices on it the music's a bit different but it's not it's not completely unlike the third one the third one's completely different yeah but I think the third one's like that's more of that style because it's more of the affected vocal yeah that you got on stuff like Two Time um yet there are acoustic elements on it because it's just got the piano and obviously the songs on there that like Be My Mistake that are more Sincerity Scary yeah that have more like natural instruments rather yeah. than everything being super produced. Um, so I, th- I think this this version of it is a really good, almost, explanation of what this album is. Because there are massive moments on this album. Like the sound, the guitar solo and the sound, somebody else, 
God, she's American. How do you feel about the two acoustic songs at the end then? Because that was because they did the is there somebody who can watch you at the end of the last one? Mm. But this one, it's got the two the two acoustic numbers, almost like the. I'm trying to describe it, it's like a. It's like the the bit after the album, isn't it? So it's like the album that ends at Paris, like an epilogue. Yeah, it's the epilogue. That's what I'm thinking of. Those two songs are like the epilogue. Yeah, how do you feel about them? I like them. Um, Nana, I don't think Nana really fits the 1975 aesthetic, but no. I get why it's on there. You know, it's a tribute to his uh, yeah. grandmother. And she lays down. I think that's a great song. Apart from mm. it should be she lies down. Incorrect English. <laughs> is it like American English, or is it just wrong? Just it, just wrong. <laughs> but again, the subject about his mum's cocaine habit. Personal. Yeah. Well, the it was the cocaine to cope with postnatal depression. So quite a. Strong subject, really. Hasn't she come out recently and Denise and said something like the 1975 wouldn't exist if it weren't for like my mental health issues? Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Well, not brilliant, you know what I mean? The yeah. fact that she said it is like. <laughs> Probably true. But yeah, them songs, you know, dear. It's hard when you're dealing with songs that are, for me, not as good, but like, especially against the rest of the album, which is so sick. It's like, ugh. Do you What's know what? Idea? I prefer these. I prefer this over the fact that is there somebody who could watch you was on the end of the last one. Yeah. Because the fact that there's two and they're so different, they're just acoustic ones. Yeah. Mm. It is almost like that. Because we said that is there somebody who could watch you is like the end credits to the album. This does feel like the sort of the very last step in this album is to hear the acoustic parts. Yeah. And. They'd, because they'd done sort of like, on the live sessions, they'd done like a live version of Sex, hadn't they? Um, I always do it live. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so there was definitely a, and I, would you not say that in the mid 2010s, there was a real kind of like want for acoustic versions of songs, like mm. acoustic stuff. So I think it was smart that they stuck a couple of these on because people love that. People love that shit. Yeah. Yeah, 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 see, I, yeah they're just not for me. But I understand why they're there. And, you know, they, they don't think they're bad songs. It's just um, I'm there for those big 1975 songs. Yeah, yeah. No, they're not for me either. I, I do think yeah. She Lays Down is, is better than Nana. Yeah. Mm. Um, but I do prefer, I definitely prefer She, she Lays Down more than This Is Somebody Who Can Watch You. Yeah, me too. What would you rate them in comparison to Be My Mistake, though? Because Be My Mistake could be at the end of the album because it's got that vibe. But I think that its placement makes it a bigger part of yeah, definitely. your I... listening pleasure. So I suppose what I'm saying is stick She Lays Down or Nana earlier on in the album. Would we feel different about it? Um, I think, I think, be my mistake is stronger than the aforementioned songs. Do you feel like it's too good to be put at the end of an album? Yes, I do. Um, Sounded great to me. The uh, <laughs> first listen with Dan, <laughs> new feature. But I would also... That could be a feature. It'll yeah. grow and grow. <laughs> <laughs> Do they make Dan's playlist? <laughs> if not, it's first listen. <laughs> first listen since February 2016 for Dan to Nana and she lays down. We, um, we 100% could do it. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, I think being my mistake is stronger. But I also think that Inside Your Mind and Mine are also, they're more of the slower acoustic ones. I think they're stronger. Than What's the closer on the third album? It's the best song, isn't it? I always want to die. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah, of course it is. That is a great, what uh, a great what a song. song. What a song! And so true. Sometimes you just have those days. Yeah, sometimes. So I want to say final thoughts on the album because we've got 
a few months of us going on about all the individual songs on so it. We've got another seventeen weeks of this. I'm, I'm excited to. I'm already excited for the charting of it, though. Our ranking. Yeah. Oh, oh it's, yeah. yeah. It's going to be good that episode. Oh, we still need to do that as well, where we say, right, you've, you know, the the year is 2015. These are the songs you've got to pick from. What do you want to see? Like, oh, the set list. Yeah. That'd be good. That might be good for an instrumental episode, then maybe. Yeah, yeah. Oh, just very quickly then. Where out of the four, where would you rank this album? Give me a number. Dos. It's hard because it's not a fair test right now because we've analysed the first album in such detail and I'm going for one. But I feel like by the end of discussing all the songs on this, it's a contender to be number one. Yeah. I think... I think Dos, too, for you non-Spanish speakers. Yeah. Um, I don't think by much. Same. And... I don't think there's a massive. I don't think the gap between this and Notes on a Conditional Form is that big either. Uh, I would say Notes is number three for me. See, yeah, I find it difficult because I would say that um, Notes on a Conditional Form is technically the best song, best song, best album from a musical perspective. Like the journey it goes mm. on, the different genres they influence from but it's not the one I want to listen to the most I think it goes in order of release maybe that that makes sense from a psychology point of view because yeah. the, the more you listen to something the more you like it yeah yeah, yeah. I would say that no, my order at the moment my order would be one two four three mm. um, but there's really not much between this and the first album no no like God. I think you couldn't get a 1975 branded cigarette paper between. The and that's what that's why first album's number one. Yeah. Um, right. So I guess just like just a quick summary of this album then. Pink. Dan. Oh, Pink's a great description of this album. Um. Ah. Uh, Camp ostentatious. That's very, they're a very good way Lovely. to describe this album. I'm going to say big. Ooh. Yes, it's big. What am I saying? It's big, it's pink. It is big. It's big pink, camp and ostentatious. It is. And I could not, could not think of a better way to describe an album. Boom. If you told me something was big pink, camp and ostentatious, I'd be like, whatever it is, I want it. It's Liberace. <laughs> what would I say for this album? Do you know, I don't know about a word, but I was just looking, when I was just scrolling on Spotify then, just uh, just looking at the track listing for that O2 gig, where they played basically the first and the second album. Yeah. Just makes me so happy looking at it. Yeah. It really just makes me so happy looking it's at it. It's a great way to spend a couple of hours watching that the, the, watching that YouTube video. Yeah. Mm. Last, last, oh my God. Paris, girls, sex, medicine. If I believe you, chocolate the sound was the, the end of the set. <sighs> It's not fair on the other bands. No, uh, is it? Give them a chance, lad. It's no. not fair on the other bands. Um, <laughs> I feel like, as you're probably aware already, I like an analogy. Oh, here we go. And I think music and food are such great... They're just great partners in analogy. Settle down is dairy milk. Go to the settle down episode. Yeah. And... I think... Lockdown the, was a crazy time, wasn't it? Yeah. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell. Uh, they are like a, sh- a chef in a respect, but the further into their career they get, the more adventurous they become. So, like, yeah. notes of conditional form, that's like that Michelin star shite, you know, where they're going, uh, mixing flavours that you would not put together. Oh, you just yeah. think, bloody hell's this? My mum never made me this. <laughs> Toothpaste and lager. Yeah, that's not like the stuff you see on MasterChef where you either go, wow, or when you go for these like tasting menus, which Uh, I would recommend, they're very good. But you come away from them wanting a pizza. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that is it. So I think like the earlier stuff is that more satisfying but simpler food. Such as a pizza or McDonald's, but not so conditional form. That is where some skill and thought has gone into it, mm. but ultimately leaves you less satisfied. 
Like, I, I, for example, I, I have no idea how you'd even begin to come up with a song like, I think there's something you should know. Yeah. Oh, I think that's so good. So good. Hey, no notes in a conditional form on this podcast. You hear that? Yet. Maybe we'll hate it in a few years <laughs> when we get to it. Right, thank you everyone for listening to the show. Um, you can find us at the 975pod on Twitter and Instagram. Search in Pause It, Play It Pod on Facebook. Or you can email us at pauseitplayitpod at gmail.com. Next week, in a slight alteration to the proceedings we said at the end of last week, it will be Love Me, but also Max Griff from Zealot will be coming on the show as well. As well. As well. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh William without the vowels, but also, as Matt pointed out, it is Josh William and Joshua William without the vowels. Yes. <laughs> I uh, was wide awake one morning. <laughs> I was like, oh, is, is it Josh or is it Joshua William? And then... Yeah, well, it doesn't matter. That's doesn't matter. that's why it's funny. Joshua William, oh, Josh William, without the vowels. I might change it so it's Josh William without the consonants. Oh. <laughs> uh, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. But I warn you, I'm not very interesting. I live a very basic <laughs> life. I live the life of someone that is approaching thirty, because I am. Oh, I thought when when we do the next podcast, I'll have uh, I'll be I'll have passed my birthday. Be a year older. I'll be a full year older. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, I don't do social media, just come here and listen to my beautiful voice. But we've jumped beautiful. the gun there, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you, we did the intro different, so maybe we'll do this shit. Different. Yeah. Well, what, have you not given any, any details or have you just not spelt it enough? I've just, I've just not, I've just, not told pe- yeah. I've just told people I'm not very interested on social media. Uh, if, but I, do, I would like more Twitter followers, so follow me. <laughs> I tweet at absolute bollocks. Like, it goes beyond shitposting. But follow me. And it's pronounced Junior, and it's spelled J-E-W-K-N-E-E-O-R. Jew, like the follower of the Jewish religion. <laughs> you do this in a different order. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm mixing it all up. Knee, like the bend in your leg. Or, as in either or. And then in the NATO phonetic alphabet, that would be spelled Juliet. <laughs> Echo, Whiskey, Kilo, November, Echo, Echo, Oscar, Romeo, Juni, or... Yeah, I was going to say you could, like, maybe one day you could think of other things that the different syllables could stand for, but or's like the only one they'd be able to get. The shortened name for the state of Oregon would be O-R. Yeah. But for Jew, what else is... Um, Jew is in the first syllable of Jewelers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the first phonic of Dualipa. <laughs> Brilliant. I'd have to come to you. I've, I can't believe it. I was gonna... I'm just going to say for those people in the know 20 to 7 yesterday. Uh, oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, That's it. Maybe, guys, if you, need to, if you want to get that reference. Go and listen to any episode previous to this. <laughs> go and listen to the chocolate episode. Yeah. Because that... That'll go, that'll go down in podcasting history. That, that is podcasting history. Joe Rogan will be like, yeah, I'm, I've got all the success, but I didn't produce that episode. I wish I had a moment like in the chocolate episode of yeah. Pause It, Play It. Lockdown was a weird time. <laughs> that was mid-lockdown, wasn't it? Right, so we will be back next week with Love Me with Max. And thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.